0: Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Caperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. I'm proud of my Jaguars
1: and my magic.
0: Oh well, you were proud of the magic before they got stomped tonight, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> BJ Thomas. They're
1: proud of <laughs> Oh
2: boy, I don't know what's bigger: the Cowboys win, or the Cowboys tearing Lane Johnson's abdomen and messing up <laughs> Maddox's toe. I'm about to see.
0: <laughs> so we, we've been gone for a couple of weeks. So please, please forgive us if some of this is the old news, but um something happened not last sunday but the sunday before last um i believe mr dorian and mr bj were going to meet up at buffalo wild wings to talk to watch the football game nope
2: nope um, he, he bailed on that idea before it came to fruition
1: i'm i'm cool with it you know just 40 to 34 is it's, it's embedded in my mind i'm good because remember remember we talked in one of the shows that we said that we were gonna see because we knew that the Lions played the Jaguars, the Lions played the Cowboys, and the Jaguars played the Lions and the Cowboys, right? And we we're gonna see who's gonna have the best record. But guess what? We're all one and one. It's crazy. Sure.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hell, what's what's crazy is the fact that when we
0: left on break, things seemed kind of normal and natural in the sports world. We get back before tonight. The Magic had won eight or nine. The mm-hmm. Lions were somehow in playoff contention. The Jaguars are now gonna possibly win their division. And the the Cowboys have, yes. are basically locked to win their first round playoff game. Yeah, as Hanks stream would say, <laughs> "What the hell
1: is going on out there?"
0: Wait. I don't think anybody winning the AFC South or NFC
2: South is is excitable.
1: Let's do. Come and come a Jaguar fan and win is a win. I'll take it.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'll <right>. take it. <laughs> There's just a very good chance that you will go into the playoffs under 500. I'm just
1: just putting that out there. Uh, and, however, the Jags are looking like. Everything goes out goes to plan. We played the Ravens with
2: who's their backup quarterback. When did this turn into For- the NBA?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I and I will say this that I believe the last two or three teams that have won the division with a losing record, obviously made the playoffs, won their first strong game. If y'all beat us and turn around and
2: lose at the Texans, I'm gonna die laughing. <laughs> I, I will. My chest will explode. My whole chest will explode.
1: <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen but that would be uh, crazy yeah that, that would be well first I'm looking at Titans first I know the Titans pissed so who's I, I just read
2: something that there's been talk not that they're going to about they can't improve or or make their playoff position any worse this week they might sit it out and play a winner take all game at the end
0: I, I don't I doubt that. that I mean they, they're basically locked in yeah the Ravens are Basically locked into the to the five seed. Yeah. Because they are 10 and 5.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The Chargers are nine and six. So there is a possibility that they could catch them, but mm. they can't go above five. They mm. can't really go below six. So they're kind of stuck.
1: Mm. So BG, I have a question for you. So right now, how it stands, the Cowboys would play the Bucks in Tampa. How do you feel about that? Matchup against Brady.
2: That offensive line is so beat up; it might wake the Cowboys' defense back up again. So, yeah, I'm I'm good with that.
0: So, well, and Dorian, that brings up one of my points. So, who mm-hmm. would you rather be? Would you rather be the Cowboys playing the Tom Brady and, and the Bucks in the first round, or would you rather be San Francisco playing Daniel Jones and the Giants in the first round?
3: I would rather be the Niners playing the Giants. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, yeah. for as bad as Tampa Bay has looked, it's yeah. still
1: Tom fucking Brady. It's still Tom Brady out <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and also too, it's like, like I I do believe that the Cowboys are going to give the Bucks hell in the first three quarters, but they need to the blow out. I, I think once the um, like let's say if the Cowboys can go into the Bucks game and they're up like let's say twenty four to three, yeah, it's a wrap. You got
2: to remember, we lost Demarcus Lawrence and Tyron Smith in that game.
1: Yeah. During no. that game, so yeah. So that's the thing. If it's close, I don't, I don't like like it needs to be a blowout in the first half, and yeah, then they, just
0: they, they basically need to need to force Brady into retirement.
1: Yeah, because if not It's
0: yeah. BJ is going to be like gnawing through his fingers, not just his fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Shut I hope they power bomb his ass? <laughs>
1: Yeah, have to, yeah, yeah. If they get a if they if they get a big lead in halftime, just give the ball to Zeke, just let him run him home. Yeah, but I mean, if it's like 17-14 going into the fourth, <laughs> yeah.
0: We mm-hmm. just talking about his his heart oh, heartbeat man. earlier before the show, didn't oh, man. From one eighty, yeah. it was an awful close game Sunday, and the
2: Cowboys ripped the ball out of the Eagles' hands like three times in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, but Gardner Minshew ain't ready, bro.
2: <laughs> no, I'm talking about snatching out of Miles Sanders oh, Pulling right. out of the right. receiver's yeah, hands yeah. for an interception like, yeah.
3: They well, yeah. took
0: that ball away But well, The thing is that you cannot count on turnovers You cannot count on your team generating turnovers
2: Depends on who your, what defense you got
0: No, you, you can count on them making stops you can, make it, you can count on making tackles, playing good defense You cannot bank your success on We are going to get a turnover here
2: mm-hmm. They have had a turnover too in like 11 out of 16 games
1: so question BJ. I'm, I'm counting on turnovers. Um, yeah. So let's say they play the Bucks and you notice that Tom Brady's numbers has improved since passing backfield. That that rookie running back they have, Rashad White, he's a so if you're if you're Dallas, do you still put pressure on Brady and having Michael Parsons like attack him or do you have Michael Parsons play coverage? Don't change
2: anything you've been doing all year. Like run okay. run with what you're brung.
0: The solution to, to stopping Tom Brady has not changed in the past 20 years. And that's also the solution to stopping any good quarterback.
3: <laughs> Pressure right.
0: up the middle. Yeah. not that fucking complicated.
3: Yeah. Right. Now, um, doing
0: it is, but
1: the, 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 <laughs> the solution constant. is not.
3: Right.
0: I
2: misspoke. The Cowboys only have two games this year with no turnover. I'm ca- I count on turnovers over here. I'll know what you got going on.
0: No. We get th-
2: they get the ball back. Period. They get the ball back. Fourteen out of sixteen games they get the ball back multiple times. Multiple. There's only one, one, three of those games are one turnover. The rest of them are multiple turnover games.
0: I'm just, I'm just saying from experience, especially in the playoffs, if you're banking on your success, is um, we're going to get a turnover, not a stop, but a turnover. You're you're playing the long odds.
2: Hmm. interception two sacks against Brady in the first game
1: we'll see uh I don't know it's just that you know playoff Brady and regular season Brady I've we've seen it too many times and, well, and
3: yeah yeah
1: it, the, the the Cowboys and I'm sure Mike McCarthy's like okay let's try to you know beat his ass early so then second half let's just run the ball and coast man they have two his, of the best top uh what 20 running backs Here's the deal, though.
2: That left tackle, Donovan Smith, I believe his name is, Mm -hmm. has been holding to save Brady's life. Holding. He uh, cost him a 60-yard touchdown to Mike Evans last week in the first half. Um, He's cost him several big plays, several runs, several passes, just to save his life. And he hasn't played the
0: Cowboys yet. Mm. He's going to learn.
2: (laughs) Y'all through (laughs) his
3: The
0: the the way to beat Tom Brady in any successful pocket passer is pressure up the middle.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not not hard. Now again, doing it is hard. <laughs> no, especially especially the if it's a forty five year old statue. Yeah, yeah. It's like playing Byron Lifech back there.
3: Yeah.
0: So I I do have a question for you guys. I know I know mm-hmm. it's kind of been a while. Is there anybody happier in the NFL right now than George Kittle?
3: I mean, kind of bailed me out this week. So yeah, I'm, pretty fucking <laughs> happy. I'm
2: not in the NFL, but he made me pretty happy.
0: But I mean, but think, think about George Kittle's season this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Up until basically um, Jimmy G got hurt. Yeah. He did not have a hundred yard receiving game. His highest receiving game was 98 yards against Kansas city when they lost by 21 points. Yeah. Other than that, you're talking like 31, 39, 21 yards, 26, 22 since Brock Purdy has gotten there okay he had Rockstar. a star yeah he had four four catches for 28 yards in the the blowout of Tampa the game the game after that four catches for 93 yards and two touchdowns last week he had six catches 120 yards and two touchdowns mm-hmm. again is there anyone happier than George Kittle right now
1: yeah um i'm close yeah <laughs> yeah besides George Kittle you could say Evan Ingram um Jacksonville tight end, he just made a single season record. Uh, I think 69 catches for a tight end. Which Jacksonville, we haven't been known for our tight ends, we're known for a lot offense, yeah, office period. But he just, you know, I think he's happy, he's he's trying to get a payday, uh, soon. But, um, Julius Thompson, disagree. I'm just saying,
2: you you
1: had a good one, Julius, yeah, but we didn't Didn't use him. I mean, right, we didn't use him. I mean, we had uh. Same thing with Mercedes Lewis. You wasted that man's career, too. Yeah. Well, well, I, I'll say this. His Mercedes Lewis best years was, was when, unfortunately, David Garrard was his quarterback. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's your problem.
1: Yeah, but you,
2: <laughs> he spent most of his time handing off to Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones Drew, though.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, like, that they, true.
2: Mercedes Lewis has been an afterthought his whole career. Unfortunately, he was supposed to be the next big thing when he came out of UCLA. you right. right, he
1: was. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> he was i think he's like six yeah he's That's like six man. eight yeah he, he's six the eight. original mike
2: gasecki or the mike, mike yeah. gasecki's the uh mercedes lewis jr yeah yeah exactly I tell you gasecki cannot return to the dolphins
1: you he's too good would... he's
0: being wasted you know yeah. who else should not return to the dolphins Tua.
3: <laughs> Tua. Tua. <laughs> Tua. You got mashed
0: potatoes between the ears now
3: <laughs> so
0: that made I had two
2: two or three concussions that we know about this season yeah a doctor yeah. was on Twitter saying he's had three. The Dolphins are denying the first one. And the, do- the doctor was like, Have we ever seen anything like this? And I was like, Did you not watch football in the 90s? Exactly. <laughs> Troy Aikman's rookie year. I Dude. mean, Troy Aikman's rookie year is pretty, I'm pretty sure, is
0: why he had to retire.
1: Dude, Steve Young stayed with concussion, man. Yeah. That's how to play in the Cowboys. Well, I was hated to dirty.
0: The only <laughs> difference between Steve Young, Troy Aikman, and Tua. Is that we know about it and we care about it now?
1: Right. That's the only difference. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, how so many fingers are holding up? Yeah, four. Good enough. Go out. Sure. Go. Yep. Go. Sure. Go. No,
0: it's more of like a shake the hands. How many fingers am I holding up? Just give me a number. Why <laughs> a do you, number. Why do you think the
2: teams wear different colors?
3: <laughs> That's it.
2: Just throw that yellow blob down there.
3: So oh, yeah,
0: that, Tua, Tua needs to sit out the rest of the season. Like, he's this. too tiny; he gets thrown around a lot. I'm just gonna be yeah, honest. Yeah. He's, it, still, he's a little guy. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, all of the concussions he has had have not been hits to the head. It's been him banging his head on the ground.
1: On ground, right? That that's a that's a
0: big difference because, to, to BJ's mm-hmm. point, he's little. Mm-hmm. He he gets a lot of momentum because he gets a lot of velocity going to the ground. Six
2: one, sure doesn't look like it. And we know how the sports are. So I'm saying he's 5'11. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, for his health, for his long term health, he needs to sit out. Now, granted, yes, the, the Miami Dolphin doctors would probably say, oh, yeah, he can play today. And I'm sure Tua could shop around and find some doctors to clear him. But so could Chris Bosch. Doesn't mean that they're healthy enough to play. Right. Shopping around to doctors is how the
2: opioid epidemic started.
0: So I'm pretty sure it's yeah. going to be perfectly
2: fine yeah. to yeah. clear to play football.
0: Hell, I'm, I'm pretty sure if he tried hard enough, he can get Dr. Stella to say that concussions are caused by demon sex. So.
1: Demon sex. <laughs> Actually, it's called it's a succubus if it's a female demon. It's an incubus if it's a male demon. That's the same doctor that probably
2: takes care of Marjorie Taylor Greene's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Look like Vienna sausages strapped to a London broiler. What the fuck's going on over there? And somebody <laughs> ran it over with a push mower. <laughs> Look, look, we all got shit wrong with us. We all got shit wrong with our bodies. Stuff that we try to minimize or maximize. That's what we do. Yeah. She needs to wear clothes, toes, shoes. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You can get mad at me for talking about somebody's physical appearance. Those things need to be parked in a garage.
0: Look, I'm gonna say this. There is a reason why I don't wear medium shirts. Got got, got feet looking like chewed bubblegum. <laughs>
2: I don't even like feet, so it's not a feet thing before any of you go off on that tangent. But, geez. You're I not mean, Rex if, Ryan? I'll tell you, if the Wicked Witch of the West didn't have stockings on, I'm assuming that's what it looked like.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So,
1: but,
0: um. BJ, you, you had a good point earlier about the, the different colors, the different color jerseys. Somebody actually told me one time that it is an advantage for teams to wear black helmets. And I was like, why is that? It blends in the background? No, because you get, the quarterbacks can confuse the officials with the black hats with the black helmets.
3: Hmm.
0: So mm. the advantage is on the, on the defense, so that it gives to the quarterback. There's an extra nope. couple of defenders out there.
2: <laughs> Nobody hmm. has more of an advantage than Boise State does on that field.
0: Oh, they just blend in? Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. to Carolina and their bright blue
3: <laughs> have you guys
0: seen their field? Oh my god. Yeah, I
3: am like, yeah. going
0: blind, turning <laughs> down the contrast on my TV.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like no. um Oregon's field, it's like dark green, and there's like a orange green, and then it's another green, and orange green like have like some type of pattern on their field. Yeah, that Oregon. that's
0: okay because the players don't blend Whoa, in That's a terrible color. That's like a but that's
1: <laughs> like a teal.
0: teals a, a lot of teal is a terrible thing to see. Yeah. But BJ, to your point, I think the NCAA actually has a rule. Now it's the Boise State rule where Boise State cannot wear blue uniforms at home. It makes sense. I, I, I want to say it was a rule passed a couple of years ago where they said that teams cannot wear uniforms that match match the field color if the field color is a non traditional color. Let me
2: talk about this. A lot of teal is a terrible thing, isn't it?
0: Ask the Miami Marlins.
2: Everywhere, just, is key,
0: everywhere is not key. not Key West. No. <laughs> so, and anyways, uh, you know, enough with our tangents. Um, I do want to ask you guys. So, they, they about the AFC playoff picture. Mm-hmm. So there are technically six teams that can still claim that last playoff spot. I'm going to go through them real quick. The Dolphins and their mashed potato brain quarterback. <laughs> Matt, um, New England and their Dirty quarterback. Dirty, 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 dirty quarterback. <laughs> the Eli apple should have kicked him in his kidney when he did that shit. I know. Stomp him. Um, the Jets and their negative energy quarterback.
2: Uh Mike Whites back. Oh, okay. My bad. Play. My bad. They have a quarterback now.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, but the Titans and their right receiver quarterback. The Raiders somehow. <laughs> I don't quite know how. And the Steelers with their small-handed quarterback. I don't think Josh Jacobs is coming back to that football team.
1: You do think so?
2: This is the end of his rookie deal. He's pretty pissed. Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: He and said some cuss
0: words in an interview yesterday,
2: yesterday. He's not a happy camper.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, and after they spent all the money on Devontae Adams and Derek Carr, I don't think they've got the money to bring Jacobs back. Yeah.
2: Well, see, those leagues stupid enough to trade Derek Carr somewhere. Somebody will take Derek Carr
3: yeah.
0: and yeah. smile
2: about it. You yeah. know what they should do is just a perfect circle, send his ass to Houston. <laughs>
3: no. Denver. <laughs> no, wow. no,
2: no, no. No, no, no. Rogers is going to Denver. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Sean, no, I, I think Sean I, Pete's going to coach there too.
2: I don't think after this year, I don't think they can get rid of Russell Wilson.
0: No, because they their hackettes could be the fall guy.
2: The only one that could put Russell Wilson in position to win is Pete Carroll.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's it.
2: That shit ain't happening.
1: No. You think Sean Payton can help him? Sean, okay, no, saw, no, no, no. I just not, saw a
2: thing where Sean Payton and Tom Brady are tied to the Saints next year. So really yeah, you know how that goes though. It's just a thing I saw in the
0: But the but the yeah. Sean Payton thing to Denver is interesting because with Russell Wilson. Why? Because Sean Payton has experience with shorter quarterbacks.
2: Yes, but yeah.
0: shorter pocket quarterbacks.
2: Yeah. True. Yeah. Drew Drew Brees, even though he was short, was a pure pocket passer. Yes, but Russell Wilson has made his career on bootlegs and moving around. And then it's like, I don't want to do that
0: anymore. But that's the point, though. If, if Peyton can contain him in the pocket, like, like Wilson wants to be, he understands that you have to have passing lanes because he can't see over the 6'5 offensive line. I mean, I could go out into a field and Peyton stripes on a
2: horse and call it a zebra if you want me to, but I don't think that's, (laughs) I don't think that's how that works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you don't think Sean is going to be able to get him to go into his, his skill set, like his strength? Like, bro, you're not a pocket passer. You're going to have to roll out. We got to do some bootlegs. Is that, make it is that
2: Sean Payton's offense? True. Not True. that it, not, we don't know if he can adapt because we haven't had to see him do that, but yeah. he had, from my knowledge, Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. I don't it's think just... he got any time with Tony Romo.
3: I think he went right to um, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what, what's. Okay. Yeah. Who are
2: Drew Brees' backups? Pretty sure they're all pocket passers, too.
0: Uh, Taysom yeah. Hill, I think, really was
2: his backup. He drafted him to be a gadget player, though, and bailed
0: out. <clears> yeah. And I think Hill had pictures of Peyton doing stuff.
2: <laughs> I don't know how else he stayed on that team.
0: Yeah, I just, I'm confused.
2: It wound up as a top 10 tight end in fantasy football. Go figure.
1: Go figure. Which, that wasn't fair anyway, but whatever. I'm like, he's a quarterback, but now he can play tight end. He's getting all these fucking points. I lost to that bastard. But anyway,
0: okay. Right. So the, the for John for Sean Payton, <laughs> John, Sean Payton joined Bill Parcells and the Cowboys as assistant coach and quarterbacks coach in 2003. He guided three different quarterbacks: Drew Bledsoe, Vinny Testaverde, and Quincy Carter to 3,000 yard passing seasons.
1: Oh wow! Now Quincy Carter was not a pocket passer, so maybe there's uh, a
2: all- watch the Dallas tape. Yes, he was.
1: Are you sure? Yeah, I got I got to see that because I saw a lot of his throws were outside of the pocket. To I think you, did you guys have Joey Galloway. He was throwing it to whoever. Who yeah,
2: um, yeah, we're talking. We're talking about Bill Parcells' team here. What we're talking about where do you think where do you think Quincy Carter spent most of the time on Bill Parcells' team in the pocket.
0: And so, so and, uh, and, and Bejo, to your point, uh, Peyton was instrumental in bringing Tony Romo to the team.
2: To that, but I don't think he worked with him too much. Um, because Tony Romo was so far down the uh, the chart.
0: Yeah, so he, he moved, went to uh, New Orleans in 2006. They went to the same college. Yep. And so actually t- 2005 was when Romo um, got in there for, I think it was the holder for Dallas in 2006 is when he took over. In two thousand five was was not the year that Romo uh, botched the snap.
3: Oh five or oh six.
0: So it had to be oh six because oh five they didn't make the playoffs. He had three years with uh, Romo. Yep. So, but, but
2: I'm pretty sure all of those years, Romo started in oh six, yep. which was the first year Peyton was in the Saints.
0: Yep, that's what I just said. Yeah. So, but getting back to my question, of those six teams I listed, now granted, Miami is a game up on everyone else. Who's making that final playoff spot? If Tua sits out the Jets. So, as of right now, New England owns the tiebreaker over over Tennessee, and I believe the Jets.
3: Well. I think uh they're gonna remove themselves.
0: If they keep throwing dumbass laterals to the other team, then of course they will.
2: I don't know mm. why. The only reason Mac Jones is suspended is because he's Bill Parcell's or Bill Belichick's quarterback. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense to me. Cutting people's legs, sliding with this sliding the cleats up in baseball will clear both dugouts.
3: Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, you will uh,
2: fight, you will fight about it. Yeah. Um,
0: I believe that's what caused the fight between Odor and Batista.
2: That wasn't a fight. That was a fight. Odor dropped his ass. <laughs> no, he didn't drop him, but that was a hell of a punch. You don't see that that often. No, he connected cleanly. That was kind of like a Chris Child's punch right there. Oh, yeah. Like, nice connection. That was fun to watch as Kobe's uh, switch flip and that happened, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, oh, this is real. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is an NBA
0: fight. <laughs> Shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so you,
0: you think the Jets with Mike White are going to pull it out? I feel like the only thing the
2: Jets are missing is a quarterback. Yeah. And Mike they White's a, com- confident. They got a solid running game. Their offensive line does okay. The defense is pretty good. Yep. And like we say, if, once you get the offense rolling, your defense is going to improve slightly because they get to rest.
1: Yep. Yep. And that Garrett Wilson is trouble. He's real trouble. tell me about it. tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fan, about it. Yo, man, he's special, man. I like him. So, yeah, the Jets in good shape.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like their their defense. I mean, the Jets are like the the complete opposite of Detroit. Their yeah. defense is solid, and they just need a couple more pieces on offense. Yeah, Garrett Wilson is tight good. end. They need a, a, a competent tight end. That's the They need an above average quarterback. Not a great one, mm-hmm. just an above average quarterback. Because Mike White is average. Zach Wilson is negative talent. He's like the Fred Durst of quarterbacks. <laughs> oh my God.
3: The <laughs> Fred Durst of quarterbacks.
1: <laughs> damn.
0: <laughs> oh, damn. But- that's, a, that's only just an above-average quarterback.
2: Zach Wilson is <laughs> going to have a lot of free time on your hand. Y'all better watch your moms.
1: <laughs> yeah. How'd your mom's and grandma? So, so what quarterback do, can you see going to the Jets that can be able to get him over it, the hump?
2: All, since they can't get rid of Russell Wilson, he's not going to the Broncos. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets or Aaron Rodgers and Pittsburgh? It's going to be a problem.
0: You, you know, yeah. You know who could be a, a real problem if the Jets pick him up? Garoppolo. Mm.
2: No. no. Not as much as the other two. Not as much as A-, A-, A Rod. I just don't see it. Garoppolo doesn't make any plays. He's just like,
0: he's like room temperature milk.
3: But <laughs> to,
0: the, to that end, though, he doesn't need to make massive plays. He just needs to, to not make boneheaded plays.
3: Yeah. Mm, I don't
0: know. And look what look what Brock Purdy has done. Brock Purdy looks like a competent quarterback
2: compared to Garoppolo. Yeah. And, right. and the guy's drafted dead last in the draft
0: comes out of nowhere. It's like a guy that was sitting on his couch eating Cheetos, and two days later, he's leading leading the Rams to a win.
3: Yeah. 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 I'll tell
0: you.
2: Speaking of the Rams, Baker Mayfield might have found his match with Sean McVay.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I know we went back and forth in the group chat, so I'm going to bring it up for everyone here, you know, and Dorian, I know you kind of were off on this. What does the fact that Baker Mayfield has been successful, basically plopped in their Vinny Testaverde style, what does it say about Stafford? Stafford Is, is he done? Is he, is he just completely hurt? Is he not reading the field properly, or is he just not have his fastball anymore? Or something completely different.
1: It could be a combination of a lot of those things. Like stafford has been at least is what two thousand what two
0: thousand eight, something like that. that.
1: Yeah. So I mean, those years in uh with the Lions could have caught up with him. I mean, um, but the question is, does McVeigh you think he's gonna say, you know what? I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna keep Baker in there. Let's and let's get you healthy, Matt. Yeah, you're going to get you healthy, but Baker's going to be taking until you get healthy. He's going to pull one of those stunts. So. I don't
0: think Stafford starts the rest of the year. Mm. Now the the question is going to become what happens next year, because BJ mm. had a point. If Stafford is healthy, he's probably starting. Yeah. Now he probably he he can be cleared to play, and he's Matthew Stafford, so he'll go out on his own terms. But as we've seen. He just because you're a starting quarterback, like Trace McSerley was this week, doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're a starting quarterback,
1: right, so I got one for you, so let's say, for instance, if you take Matt Stafford and put him on the jets, are they a contender? No he's above average, not anymore okay.
0: now my personal feeling of stafford I having watching him over the past several years mm-hmm. is that he he is he's been hard he's had shoulder issues, he's had back issues, and that that 99 mile an hour fastball that he would throw because he, he could make throws that maybe 10 other people on the planet could make. Yeah. He
3: exactly.
0: can't make those throws anymore. Physically, mentally, yeah. he thinks he can. Yeah. And it, I, I know we bring it up. It's like watching Dan Marino. It's like watching Brett Favre. It's like watching Jim Kelly their last year or two where they, mentally I can make this throw, but yeah. physically the ball just gets there a half a second late. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, those was the last two years for Dan Marino was hard to watch, man. He he struggled. So, so as as a veteran quarterback, do you retire then when you know? Okay, my mind says yes, but my body's like, fuck that. Like, is that where you say you know I need to retire? Because look at he, Brady.
0: Well, he could have retired a couple of years ago, but his wife told him not to. And I guarantee you that if if it comes up again, Stafford's wife would tell him not to retire. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. She she so, believes her own medical opinion. So <laughs> she's gonna tell him that play as long as you can.
2: Well, why didn't she let herself treat her cancer?
0: She thought COVID could treat it.
2: I don't think that's a I don't think that's the approach.
0: Nope. Yeah. My immune system's weak. Let's give it an
2: <laughs> unknown unknown infection. See how it does. Yeah. Yeah, I love people who act like their own doctor I and mean, they get like a serious condition and they're like, Oh, I need a doctor. It's like, wait, 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 you've been masquerading this one for, for years now. Why don't you just go ahead and keep doing it?
0: Yeah, just just keep just keep at keep it. I'm
2: doing it. Yeah. I'd love to see what your treatment plan is.
0: <laughs> Starbucks,
2: coffee, and Uggs.
0: <laughs> I I am of the opinion that if you want to go unvaccinated against COVID or against any other disease, that's fine. It is your choice. As an insurance company. I'm not paying for you if you contract one of the diseases that you could have maintained against.
3: Mm.
0: Like, if, if you refuse the MMR shot and you get the mumps or measles or rubella, fuck you. You didn't take the, the appropriate you know, precautions. This is on you. You can pay for it. We mm. live in a capitalistic society. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. So I want to get back over back to the, the NFC. So I I can, I can foresee the future. Oh, because I I've seen this play before. I know how it's going to go. I know how it's going to end. Okay. How it's going to go is a Washington's going to be Cleveland this week and then lose to Dallas next week. Okay. That's going to leave an opening for the green Bay or Detroit winner in week 18. Detroit's going to beat Chicago this week. Green Bay is going to beat Minnesota this week. So the winner of the Green Bay-Detroit game next week will go on to the playoffs. And Detroit will do what they did this past week and just shit themselves like a five-year-old. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know, man. Like, the the Lions, it seems as if the more they play, like, the more they turn to that team, we're like it's, like, it's like a net, right? So it's like... You may feel that you can beat them, but they're like if you let them stay around for too long, like they're gonna start multiplying and like fucking take over your house, right? So the Lions has that effect because it seems as if like they're playing with no fear, like people already count us out. Let's just prove everybody wrong. Yeah, and how you and, you know? And yeah. Carolina showed I, that.
2: I think yeah. that game was more about Carolina being much better than uh, they're advertised, and the Lions being exactly who we thought they are.
0: Yeah, no defense. Zero defense. There, there was a point where uh, Chuba Hubbard, his um, yards per rush went down to 15 yards a, a, a carry, and that <laughs> was in a, the third quarter.
2: <laughs> I want to see. I want to see if they here uh, keep Steve Wilkes. They should. They should. He's earned it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Matt rules a good coach. He just he lost the team for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. But he's going to yeah. lose that Nebraska team too if
2: he's not careful. Well, and he's, exactly, already, talking about, he's already talking about NIL money.
0: Yeah. The, Will's a good coach. He doesn't understand the new college football landscape. I liked it when they were slaves. Can we go back to the slave thing?
1: Yeah.
3: Okay, exactly. Nick. <laughs> That's
2: what they want.
3: Exactly.
1: Why are they getting money? Tell I, just want, like I just, just want people money. that are going
2: to come here and play tough for Nebraska in the tradition. Oh, you mean you want people that you can hold something over their head, they can't transfer for a year and do all that. No, no, that's not how we do that anymore, guys.
0: No. And see, and that's the thing. Like with all of this, if if the colleges really wanted to show, hey, look, it's not about the NIL money, cool. Offer four year scholarships. Mm -hmm. Don't make it, don't make it year to year. Yeah. Simple as that. Because if it's year to year, these guys, these guys gotta get what they can and then get out. Yeah. If you offer if it's if it's a four-year scholarship, if you stay here. Okay, that's at least a commitment in me. Now, yeah. granted, yes, you know, money's going to talk, yeah. but after a hundred or so years of the colleges getting what they want, it's kind of fun to watch
2: the Athens be like, I'm done here, I'm going somewhere else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. You know, did you guys see where um DJ Ukul from Clemson mm-hmm. went? He's going
1: Oregon where his State? name fits in? Yes. <laughs> o- Oregon
0: State. Oh. oh, I thought
2: I started something about Hawaii. No, he's
1: going to Oregon State oh. Oregon State, yeah.
2: Why Oregon state, you guys are on the come up and now you're just going to be on the.
0: (laughs) But I I do, I do like the move I've seen of some, of some of these guys. They're not going for playing time. Like um, Jack Tuttle from Indiana. He he, is grad uh, grad transfer is going to Michigan. Um, Mm -hmm. Sam Hartman from Wake Forest grad transfer going to Notre Dame. These guys are probably not going to play, but they're also not going to play in the NFL. Sam mm. Hartman's a good college quarterback. Jack, Jack Tuttle was a good college quarterback. What are they doing? They're getting a free year of graduate school from procedures and universities.
3: Mm. You, you, use
0: them, like use the system yeah. to, to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Hartman probably will never see the field in Notre Dame. And I know Tuttle will
1: never see the field at
0: Michigan. But why? doesn't matter. I get a free mm. year of grad school.
1: Mm. That's
0: just expensive.
1: Right. Who's the projected starter for, for Notre Dame though? Who who's starting now? I can't think of the guy's name. I think number 12 or something.
0: I wanna say it's Pine. Mm.
1: Pine, or you, Pine or something like that. You, you don't think Hartman can 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 beat him out? No. Oh. Insert Catholic mitten here.
3: <laughs> 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 <From> Priest mittens. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. Yep. It's not it's
2: not late enough for those comments,
1: yet, but That's fine. We're getting there. We're getting there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Slowly but sure.
0: Well, okay then. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. So, so I mean, do you guys see any fault in my logic for the NFC for the the last playoff spot? Because I'm just assuming the Giants m- make it in.
2: Oh, I don't want like Green them. Bay in there just because I don't like the
0: Packers. Which is another yeah. reason why they're probably going to get in because you know the yeah. douchebags always seem to win in America. Yep.
3: Yeah. 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 At
2: least he he broke up with his witch of a girlfriend while she was stuck in Peru. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably trying to balance her pH in Machu Picchu. (laughs)
0: Astral project herself back here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's funny, though. CIA has uh, declassified documents about astral projection. They figured it's possible in
3: 1983. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I know. I, I started reading it and was like, "I don't want to know this is possible." No,
0: yeah. no, yeah, just like I, MK Ultra. Like I, I figured it was real. Now it's real. And like, oh, fuck yeah. our government sucks.
2: Yeah. yeah, you didn't hear about that guy? They launched out of a hotel bedroom or a hotel window.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: forced him yeah. to take LSD for years. Oh wow! And then he was gonna, I, he was gonna say something, and fucking launched him out of a, a hotel window. Yeah. Instead um, of a suicide.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh the late Rick James, he talked about how he got hooked on drugs. And he said that it was Jim Morrison who actually got him hooked on drugs. And I'm yeah. surprised by who? Well well, I was fascinated by the story because the story has it. Um I don't know if it's completely true. I read it on Reddit, but it said that. Uh, Morrison's father worked for the Air Force or CIA, and they was out of California, so he would get access to drugs out of California, and then he would go to parties and stuff like that. And Rick James was at a party because Rick James was play- actually Rick James played under uh, Jimi Hendrix, is what I read. And then they were at a party, and Jim Morrison was like, "Hey man, come try this." He's like, "No," he said, "Hey, I'm telling you, it's the best drug in the world." And he said once he took it, he said that was it. He said he was hooked forever.
0: Dude, our government was instrumental in bringing cocaine and crack to this country. That's Do you really it, think they'd have it. a problem?
1: <laughs> I mean, no. it's
0: just really.
1: <laughs> it's, it's just crazy, man. I, uh, so many things like going down that rabbit hole is such. It's annoying because like you keep wanting to go down and down, and you keep learning about shit, and it's like, damn. Yeah. Now you can't unlearn those things because every time you see it, you see certain things. So
0: yeah. It, it's it's just like when you learn the real history of this, of this country and of this of this plane, you're like. God damn, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, it's crazy. And, and and now we want to go colonize another planet. Like, no, y'all yeah. destroyed this one. You're gonna get exactly. a second chance. Exactly. Yeah. Mars
2: gets down to like negative
0: one ninety. Good luck. Yeah. But but yeah. we have we have fusion power now for like. A toy car.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo>! Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. How do they think about living on a planet that goes with negative one ninety? that's the to-
2: negative side. What's the plus side?
1: Right. Yeah. It's it's still
0: cold. Right. And essentially, it would be the the plan is the Artemis project that that's actually launching right right now is to go to the moon have robots build a, uh, like a like a dome on the moon and then have people live in the dome to cultivate and use that as a base to go to Mars and do the same thing from there. Yeah, we should absolutely
2: let robots build a dome because we're
0: that far ahead. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Elon Musk says it's okay, so of course it's got to be true. The
1: mm. mm. no Skynet situation?
0: <laughs> no, ha- Have you seen the robots that we have? SkyNet looks at it and laughs, like "fuck <laughs> you." Um, I don't know who is it.
2: Uh, Boston Dynamics—they have some robots that are kind of sketchy. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can you can kick them in. They can write themselves. They can do front and back
0: flips. Like my 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 favorite though was when the San Francisco police asked permission for their robots to kill people. No, when no, I've seen right. this movie. Will yeah. Smith was in it. <laughs> exactly
2: let's not do this i've been moving out of san francisco so quickly you're all fucking idiots i thought so before i know so now yeah. we are done here i'm done here oh idiots
3: mm.
2: you so, just quit fucking up the planet that we're on
0: we could try that yeah i don't think no that's that's not gonna work yeah So, um, getting back to football, because we we do have a sports podcast, we should probably do this. Justin Jefferson set a record last week the most receptions and receiving yards for the Minnesota Vikings wide receiver.
3: Now, he broke the record in 15 games. Dude's fucking good. Yeah.
0: So, there is potential that he'll have the record for most receiving yards. In, in a season. Yeah. So, granted, yes, he'll have an extra game, but he's also got Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, so I think that kind of balances out the extra game. I <laughs>
3: uh-huh. mean. 1632 is what he broke? Yeah. I'm looking something up real quick. Hmm. Hmm. Excuse me. Because he's got seven
0: fifty six. And I believe the record's two thousand or like nineteen hundred. It's pretty
1: damn but he, mm. he's close.
2: I'm just looking something up
1: real quick. Right. Why do something Jefferson. up? Just just think, like LSU had Burrow, Justin Jefferson on one side, and Jamar Chase on the other side. Yeah. That's Ooh. why they beat Oklahoma seventy to whatever. <laughs> Justin Jefferson
2: only had two more targets, also.
0: Yeah.
1: Dang. So, would you say when it's all said and done that that LSU tandem with quarterback will be the best in college football history? That
0: that offense was one of the best offenses I've ever seen, and it could arguably be the best offense.
1: Over the 2001 Kings.
0: No, okay. Americans. The 2001 Hurricanes was the best team.
3: Okay. The okay. the
0: 2019 LSU Tigers was the best offense.
3: Okay. okay. You you take that's the awesome.
0: Miami offense against the LSU offense, I'll take LSU. You take that LSU offense against that Miami defense. I think it's a <laughs> damn good game that
1: I would yeah. pay to watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's ESPN Instant Classic all day. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, Randy's rookie year, he went for thirteen thirteen on sixty nine receptions.
1: Yeah. He was a fucking beast. Yeah, well, Randy's like one of nineteen kind of yards
2: of reception, seventeen touchdowns.
1: Rookie, he's a unicorn. You think there ever be another Randy? Yeah, make up.
2: I don't know because you have to have that size with that
0: speed and those hands, and
2: that's
1: yeah, that's
3: hard. It,
0: it wasn't
2: just like he was faster. I mean, he could really catch.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. So, I mean, like those skills are going to be repeated. And it, to say that there will never be someone like him, with just those skills, I think is is bad, is a losing argument. Now, if you I say, I don't know, that, there
2: hasn't been anybody like Wilt
0: Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, you could argue, did not have the best competition. You, you, uh, could,
2: you so so you know a guy that's seven foot three that ran like a
0: ten second hundred. I believe Shaquille O'Neal was pretty damn fast. I don't think he's running ten second hundred. Hmm. Well, wow, that's yeah. I I would like to see a Shaquille O'Neal versus Bench, Will Chamberlain
2: benching five hundred pounds of three foot arms.
0: Yeah, the the thing the thing with Wilt, how many championships did he win? No, 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 nope. We're talking about physicals.
2: No, we're talking, it, about, phys- well, he, we're talking about physicals. He, don't, bring my, the, don't bring the accomplishments into it. We're he, talking about
0: physicals. I'm not talking about Brussels. But mm. I'm talking about the fact that Kareem
3: was was comparable to Wilt when they played. How much older is Wilt to uh, Kareem? I want to
2: say like six or seven years, maybe yeah. more.
1: Yeah. So, because I think I think if Wilt was in his prime, I think he would give Kareem hell.
0: Watching the way Russell played, watching watching the way Russell played, Wilt. I think you're
1: overestimating. Okay. All right, but oh. So, is Kareem as good of a defensive player than Russell, if not better?
2: Eleven because years. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is eleven years younger than World Chamberlain.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. So that's what I'm, I, so I'm saying. Like, like Kareem was special. Like, and what Russell was able to do. Bill Russell was like six eight. Kareem was like six, like seven two, seven one. that's that's like Dennis Rodman type defense. What uh. uh Bill Russell was able to do because he was guarding Wilt, which is Wilt 7-3. Bill Russell is a little a G- the stilt, Yeah. Yeah. And he was able to show I won't say he dominated Wilt, but but he gave Wilt fits a lot. Yeah, because when they played,
0: Russell normally dominated.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: So I mean if you want to go ahead and if you want to see a team or players head and shoulders above everyone else, mm-hmm. then they they have no competition. In their
3: era. Okay. Wilt did. I just don't know. I went from physical skill set to uh, accomplishments. I'm still lost. But what, what Dorian's original question was
0: would we ever see a combination of Randy's hands, size, and speed? And I said that No, the, he said,
2: Will there ever be another Randy Moss? And I said, That speed, that size, and those hands. Isn't that so yes? And I went to the physical aspect. Is that, I is that not what I just said?
0: Isn't that what I just said?
2: Well, you countered by saying who was winning the games. We're not talking about that. I'm talking no, about the no,
0: when, when when we we can't you just kept saying Bill Russell
2: is talking about okay. Bill Russell dominated will.
0: Okay, I feel like I'm talking to my wife and like words come out and nothing goes in. What somebody <laughs> so... that has common
2: sense? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: She's an Ohio State fan. I don't know how much common sense she has. <laughs> so, but, but the the question was, would we ever see a combination of Randy's hands, size, and speed? Is that not the question?
3: Well, yeah, we we'll see another room. Then
0: yeah, you are talk yes. talking about who's better I, than and, who. and then And then when you, when you brought it up, then I circled back and said, we stated the original question. Would we ever see a combination of Randy Moss's size, speed, and hands? And, and you won't
2: see a combination of Wilt Chamberson's size, speed, and skill. He's, the dude ran a, a, a seven foot two or three human being running a 10 second hundred is yeah. ridiculous. The yeah. amount of energy he has to use to get out of the blocks is yeah. just unfathomable. And then to the fa- on top of that, his jumping ability is out of the box.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He was a high jump champion. Most guys are just tall with
0: a little bit of jumping ability. This guy could jump. Yeah. Wilt's a freak. Yeah. How fast does Simeon Rice run? It's 6'6. Six, six, I don't know. So I, I think his 40 was 4'7. Was I just remember him tracking down Michael Vick from behind. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's 6'6, six, six, which is what you say, six 6'5. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But, That's almost yeah. a full foot shorter than Wilt Chamberlain. Still built like a football player. So, is you Bolt,
0: I I don't think Bolt could. I don't think he's got the bulk to to hold up against an, an entire NFL. Season. He's
2: over 200 pounds. I don't know because he's you saying Bolt, he's two, Six five, two hundred seven 207 pounds.
3: Yeah.
1: what's uh, DeAndre Hopkins like? He's like what, what six two and a half, six three, maybe
3: two around the same, like 210. DeAndre Hopkins. He's 30 pounds lighter than Calvin Johnson. Okay. And an inch taller, two inches taller. I, I still don't, I, based on his
0: upbringing and not being, now granted, if he played football f- from a younger age and his body was used to the beating,
1: yes. Oh, wow. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is 6'1", 2'12". And Usain Bolt is six, five, 207. So I think I think he can. I think he he can serve as a wide receiver. Just for working out in football, he gained seven or eight pounds. Several pounds. So yeah, he'll be
3: like six five two twenty. Maybe. Okay. I stand corrected.
1: But but as far as the the whole Randy Moss, uh, another player being like like Randy Moss, it's just a matter of like. Like what BJ was saying, like that combination of of skill, speed, and, and and that catching ability, it's like now in today's NFL, you you may have a route right receiver that may have two, but not all three. Right? Because like like for example, yeah. um, like for Justin Jefferson, he catch, he has speed. I mean, his height is what, six one? I think like six one or something like that. I think Randy mar- Randy was a full
2: tenth faster right. than Calvin Johnson. I'm trying to think of guys that are comparable in size.
3: Right.
2: Randy right. ran a four two five. Calvin ran a four three five.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah, but
0: to to say you will never see it, it that's a long tail. No, I think you saying it, it's possible, but it just we won't ever see it. You don't think we'll see it in, in our lifetime? Nope.
2: Probably won't see a Michael Jordan either that competitiveness and that body.
0: Ex- okay. That's different because it, especially the way the game is going. Now we talked about physical skills versus mental skills. So Jordan's competitive spirit combined with his skill and his size. You're yes. right. I don't think we'll ever see, yes. especially the way the NBA is going now. Right.
1: Right. No, well, I can, I can, I feel comfortable saying it too. Like, like the the Jordans and the Kobe's, they're they're like anomalies.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um well, even and, now, and
0: to and to see that combination, the game's gonna have to change. Yeah. Cause I, I know we talk about all the time, NBA in the 80s and 90s is completely different than the NBA today. Yeah. And in the 80s and 90s, they not only wanted to beat you, they wanted to beat you up. And it was super competitive. Guys on other teams very rarely, now, ironically, Jordan is the exception, very rarely hung out with guys on the other teams. Now it's commonplace.
3: Yeah.
1: But also, too, I think that the emergence of more European players coming to the NBA, I think it's going to bring that fluidity between um, international competition and the NBA, because we're going to see a lot more uh, international players coming to the NBA, and they're going to be like, I say by the year 2030, they say you have a top 15. Out of that top 15, I won't be surprised if eight of those 15s are uh, European players or, or, or international players. That's what NBA is turning.
0: I wouldn't, because, be, I wouldn't be surprised if the Olympics in 2030 or 2032 or whichever year it is, if I don't know what, where we're at, if by that time the U.S. does not win gold in the Olympics.
3: Mm.
0: And that's eight years away. So it's 2030, I guess, would be the.
1: It's very possible, man. The
0: fastest 100-yard record,
2: I 100-meter record I can find it, around the time that Wilt Chamberlain entered the NBA was Bullet Bob Hayes in 1962, an Olympic sprinter at nine three five.
3: Wilt ran 10-9. Mm. Yeah, that's scary fast, man.
1: Those strides though.
2: Yeah, but to yeah. get that body moving to that point. Right. Quick enough to put down a time like that. Holy right. crap, man.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's it's the the initial momentum to get going. Yeah,
2: yeah. once he's once he's once his legs are opened up, wow, it's a problem. Seven foot one, two seventy five
0: running like that. Yeah. It's it's like what is it? Um it's like DK Metcalf, but a foot taller. And 35 pounds heavier. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes to be a foot taller, but yeah.
2: Yeah. It's still all, it still has to be factored into the physics of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, going back to the NFL. So what receiver right now would you say is the closest to a Randy Moss-esque type of receiver? there there is not one
3: who yeah. who can
0: get downfield that fast and then I mean like he's so aggressive at the point of the catch too
3: yeah
0: yeah there there aren't many tall fast receivers nowadays yeah Mo- most of your your great receivers are 6'1, 6'2 and that's, that's just right. the, the way the game is now that's just yeah you yeah. know and that's going to evolve but that's just mm. the way the game is today. Mm. Mm. Yeah. How how tall is Metcalf? Six one, six
1: two. Okay. N- no, no, no. Metcalf is like six four. He's tall. He's like six four. He six four. That, like that six, might
0: four. be the closest. And that's not saying that DK Metcalf is Randy Moss. Please do not get that.
2: Oh
1: no, no, we're disconture. not saying it because he doesn't have Moss's hands.
0: No. I don't but, know if he's as fluid as Randy.
1: Yeah, yeah, fluid, right. That's but right combined
0: speed, right. size and speed, that might be the closest.
1: Yeah, he, he's fast. He can get downfield pretty fast, man. Because at one point I saw a meme or I saw something online. They were saying, at the time, who was better downfield, DK Metcalf or Chase Claypool? Well, now we know who, who won that argument. But at the time, they were both, you know, pretty, uh, they were both downfield, like often threats. But um, but the way that DK Metcalf, how, how he can shift as far as routes going deep, and then he he's aggressive at, uh, at the point of catching the ball as well. Like, if it's a jump ball and he has to go up and get it, I mean, unless you're pulling his arm, he's going to get that ball. Yeah.
2: Buddha Baker ran a 4-4-5 four, four, in the combine, intercepted a ball 10 yards closer to the end zone than DK Metcalf did. DK Metcalf had to turn <laughs> yeah. around <Yeah>. – <laughs> Realized it was interception, yeah. make the decision to chase him down, and then yeah. caught him like seven yards short of the end zone.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why <laughs> yeah. I keep bringing him up with size and speed.
2: <laughs> but I'll tell you the best, the best, the best t- time I've ever seen anybody hawk down in the NFL was when Troy went threw an interception to a Saints linebacker say. and Larry Allen turned his big ass around and <laughs> hawked it down about 20 yards later, 20, 30 mm-hmm. yards later. If you pull that clip up on YouTube, whenever you guys or listeners get a chance, you're ju- you'll just be amazed. This man yeah. turned around, took off running, and hawked down somebody eighty pounds lighter than him. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, but but to your to your point, Dorian, DK Metcalf, give him a competent quarterback, not Geno Smith. Not Gotta have a- an arm too. Gotta be able to get it downfield. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not Geno yeah. Smith. Not the corpse of Russell Wilson. Him and but- Rodgers. Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause
2: Rodgers oh, yeah, can get the ball man. downfield on those yeah. broken plays when a, oh, yeah. a lineman's offside or something. That'd be deadly. Cause oh, I yeah. don't know if DK can outrun Aaron's arm.
0: Yeah. Not many people can.
1: Yeah. Not many people can. <laughs> <laughs> know. Him yeah. or Mahomes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> would see neither one of them. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's <clears throat> the
0: point. I mean, look at the four years that Metcalf has been in the league. He's had the dried up corpse of Russell Wilson. And Geno Smith. And still put up numbers. And still put up numbers.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see DK get a break
0: with a quarterback.
2: Otherwise, we're going to have a wasted player situation.
0: Yeah. 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 Before we get to our power rankings and our picks, we have to take another quick break. We'll be right back. So we do have to move along because we're getting kind of late in the show. So we'll get to our power rankings. Oh,
2: this is a tough time of the year.
0: Yeah, especially with you know all all the changes. So yeah. I, I still went with Philly number one.
2: Yeah, I mean they're a tough team, and I'm not going to put too much weight into the Cowboys win without Jalen Hurts on the field. So, yeah.
0: so and and on top of that, I mean they're a good team. I, I I've kind of cringed every time I've seen power rankings of San Francisco being number one.
2: Not number one, but they yeah. have definitely earned their spot in the top
0: five. I yeah, they're, they're in my top five, but I do not have them number one. No.
1: Mm. Dorian? Um, I'm going Kansas City, man. I'm not Kansas City number one.
0: Mm, excuse me.
2: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think, think, I don't think the Chiefs defense is better than uh, yeah. Kansas
0: City. <clears throat> the Chiefs defense is better than Kansas City? The,
2: the, no, I don't think the Chiefs defense is better than the, Eagle
0: defense. the Eagles defense. Yeah.
2: And their offenses are probably comparable. I'm going to put Kansas City in
0: 2 though. That's for sure. Yeah, so I I went with Kansas, with San Francisco at number 2. At, just because they they are just rolling.
1: Yeah. Um for me, I'm
3: going to put Philly at number 2. Yeah. Number 3, I went with Buffalo. Here's all the 49ers coming on my list, number 3. <clears throat> Um, for me, um dang, San Francisco or Buffalo, I'm
1: gonna put Buffalo for my number three right now.
0: and my number four is Cincinnati, and three and four play each other this this Monday. so there could be some movement there, and that's mm-hmm. probably the the game of the regular season.
3: I'm going with the bills in my four spot. I'm going 90s. Number five out in Kansas City. And and here's why they're
0: number five. Jeez. Yep. So the Eagles, again, they lost a game close with their backup quarterback. Not going to really punish them too much. San Francisco has been rolling. So then the next three were Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City. You know, kind of any mix in there. The difference is Kansas City has lost to both Buffalo
3: and Cincinnati. Yeah. Not looking good. Not a good look, guys.
0: I I yeah, you know, I just state most of the time I just state facts. So going with the Bengals in my five spot. We all got the same teams. They're just a little jumbled around there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, same Bengals
0: Yeah. So and now the bottom three. My favorite. The fun part. Um, just talk um, shit about these teams. Houston is not my bottom team this week. I don't know wow. how you cannot beat, you cannot win against a seven to seven team and still be the, the bottom team. So that is the Denver Broncos. Five five teams in the history of the NFL have fired their head coach in their first season. Those coaches are Lou Holtz,
3: <laughs> some
0: random dipshit in the plate that coached San Francisco back in the seventies, Urban Meyer. Bobby Petrino and Nathaniel Hackett. That is not the group you want to be a part of. Yeah. Oh, I
2: gotta go Chicago. They've been so consistent with their shittiness, like they deserve <laughs> to be in the 30 second spot.
0: But but Justin Fields is good, right? Isn't that what they keep saying?
2: Good as long as you have to throw it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's a great running back.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going Houston. You are what your record say you are, so
0: so at uh, the at thirty-one, I went Chicago because yeah, they're just they're terrible. No, they're they're terrible. Yet they're going to beat my Lions this week because that's just how things work. So it's <laughs> just how this how this happens. Two,
2: two and twelve is two and
3: twelve. Texans, please.
1: Yeah, the Bears.
3: The Bears.
0: At <laughs> number thirty, I went with the Colts because I was forced to watch that game on Monday night.
3: I That's don't know if, about y'all.
0: I, I, the game got turned on and I lost the remote while I was taking care of the baby. And I was like, oh my God, they are, they are just terrible.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know if that team is as bad as their coaching staff is.
0: Yeah. Uh. I mean, okay, in the time that we've been out, so we didn't touch on it because there's been a bunch of other stuff we touched on. Matt Ryan had, has now the biggest blown lead in the Super Bowl and the regular season. Yeah. Top notch, top notch. He's consistent. He's
2: consistent. I'm going <laughs> Denver at 30 because they've earned
3: it. Yeah.
0: 230 you know, something million dollars on a
2: quarterback, and that's what you get. Yeah. I,
0: and I'm wondering if they fired Hackett because the record is bad, or they fired him because their game on Nickelodeon was embarrassment to children. It's like this is child abuse.
2: I don't know. When you got Patrick making fun of your quarterback, you, you gotta do something. <laughs> you gotta do something. SpongeBob, SpongeBob. <laughs> you gotta do something.
1: Yeah, um, let's ride. Let's go with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> what are
2: you riding over there?
1: You're riding over there, riding
2: one of those little carousels outside of Walmart. You put a you by the way. Do those things still exist? No, no. I haven't seen one in years. That somebody, oh. one kid, probably fell off one in Arizona somewhere, so they banned them all.
0: Okay, I, I will say this before COVID. So the last one I saw was actually in 2019 was at a Babies R Us in Altamont. They still had them then, and I think COVID finally killed them. Wow. Damn awesome it. Way. It's
2: a quarter, and the kids shut up for like 35
0: seconds. Why do hmm. you think we took change to the store? I know. <laughs> Just have one parent stand
2: outside with $3 of chains and keep shoving it in there until mom comes out with the groceries.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, the, the best like business decision I've ever seen is actually from ikea and they've made two one putting the restaurant in the store so if the kids are hungry go to get some meatballs and they shut up the second one there is actually a kids play area at ikea that's nice you can drop the kids off for an hour at a time and you go shop for free of charge i wonder how that works for helicopter parents (laughs) hey you know what if you don't want to use it that's fine my kids will i'll go shop in
3: peace Yes. <laughs> yes, it's like the
0: Costco chicken that's five dollars. All you gotta do <laughs> yeah. since forever, who cares? All you gotta do is be like, Don't act like an idiot, and I'll get you ice cream. Right <laughs> you it. Yep. That's it, yeah. Just go in there, don't act like an idiot. That, that's the thing. Like, you go in the play area, I go shop, you're okay, I'll get your ice cream on the way out because there's a cafe right there. The <laughs> Swedes know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> yep. uh. So, we'll get through our picks. Um, BJ still leads with 45 wins. Dorian and I are tied for 43. Woo-hoo. So first game this week is Dallas versus Tennessee. Um, as far as I am aware, Tannehill is still not playing as Malik Willis. And yet the line is only Dallas by 10. I chose Dallas. because uh, Yeah, I'll take,
2: I'm taking the Cowboys. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know about lines anymore. Dak's are a lot of interceptions
1: lately. Man, look, I need Dak to play like he never played for. I'm picking Dallas. One as... huh? Yeah, one more week.
3: Huh?
1: Yeah, one week in fantasy or something. No, I didn't play it because you know I Oh need that's the right. Titans the Jaguars. So yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm picking Dallas. I'm 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 a Cowboys fan. <laughs> but' they play the Titans. <laughs> <All right>. so.
0: <laughs> so the next team is Miami versus New England. New England's a two and a half point favorite. I went with them because while Mac Jones is the Grayson Allen of the NFL, he's still playing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm telling you both of them need a swift kick in the nuts from Draymond Green. Yeah.
0: By, by the way, Dwayne, that is not my line. I stole it from Ryan Clark. So. <laughs> no, he's dirty.
2: Uh, that's dirty. Yeah, he did. Diving in front of somebody who's chasing like Yeah, that's ridiculous.
0: When you well, have no way of uh, he has no way of making the tackle. Before I do we have any idea who Miami's backup is? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater.
3: Mm.
2: You know what? Dolphins Mac Jones has brought bad
0: karma upon himself.
1: <laughs> um they're playing in New England. It's New England. Um,
0: it's supposed to be warmer than it was last weekend, which isn't saying much because it was fucking
1: cold. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going with the Patriots. I think Ramondre Stevenson is gonna have his have a good ground
3: game.
0: Yeah, it's it's called stick 'em.
3: <laughs>
0: Do not <laughs> lose this ball. <laughs> That was a tough situation, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next game, it's against well, it's two losing teams, but it's for the division. It's Carolina and Tampa. I went with Carolina.
2: I yeah. want to say Carolina, but Brady's played shitty, three sh- three and a half shitty quarters and then pulls it out, so I guess I'm going to say Tampa Bay. They which, do have just about everybody back.
0: Which goes back to our line from earlier in, in the show. Mm-hmm. If the Cowboys play Tampa and it's close in the fourth quarter – BJ's going to be sweating like the guy from um, the Jordan Peele movie.
1: <laughs> Get out. Ah. Um, uh, I'm going with Tampa, man, because I believe this game is going to be close going to the fourth quarter. And can't give Brady the ball, miss two to three minutes to go, man.
3: If two of
2: plays this weekend, there's something afoot. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Something's going on.
3: So. I just had that thought.
0: If Tua plays, if Tua is magically cleared by the Dolphins' independent doctors, which is weird, um, then could it be that Miami is blaming his poor play on concussions? No. Did you see the play? He banged his head on the turf.
2: Yeah, it was the same thing that got him the original concussion yeah. when he was wobbling. So, no, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think it's legit concussions.
0: Uh, Oh so you're up. Europe. Yep. So the next game is the Jets versus the Seahawks. Um I went with the Seahawks because it's
3: in Seattle. Yeah, <sighs> it's tough. I'm going
2: Jets.
0: JTF Jets Jets.
1: Man, that's tough, man. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Jets too. Mike White's back, so
0: the long ass flight from New York to Seattle. So yeah. Uh, next game is a game that I called earlier, Minnesota and Green Bay. I told you Green Bay is going to win this one.
2: That Minnesota defense is so garbage for their record.
0: Now uh, I I saw a, a a stat that Minnesota has the most um single score wins in a season already. I think I think the kickers won four or five games for them this year. I think so. The, of oh. their 12 victories, 11 of them have been by one score.
3: Oh, wow. Well, that's experience in close games. Vegas says it's a close game. I'm going Viking. Dorian? Uh, I'm going Green Bay.
0: Get the alopecia working for you. <laughs> so um, the next game is Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore. The game that does have playoff implications, especially with Lamar not playing and uh, Tyler Huntley, I believe, is Brent Huntley. Is Lamar out for sure? Uh, he's doubtful.
3: Mm. Oh man, I don't even know what this one. This is a real toss-up to me. Yeah,
2: I guess I'm going with Pittsburgh. Huntley has not been able to find uh, Mark Andrews at all.
0: No. And I I saw a stat where a, a Baltimore wide receiver, I forget who it was, caught the first touchdown for any Baltimore wide receiver since week three. Jeez. That's just sad. And that's the team that's going to the
3: playoffs. They have no playmakers in that position. No. Dorian, who are you going with? Pittsburgh. Their their, their, their defense starting to tighten up a little bit. So So
0: do do you guys realize that if Pittsburgh wins this week and then wins next week, and I'm pulling up who they're playing, against the Browns, that Mike Tomlin will have won 16 – have had 16 years without a losing record?
1: Wow. That's impressive. He's
0: never had a losing record. I hope that would be the case for him.
1: I like him. Yeah. Yeah, I do too.
0: This game, this game's tough. Yeah, the the uh, Buffalo-Cincinnati game, ESPN looked down, and you could, I don't know, again, I was forced to watch the game on Monday. Um, All Aikman and Buck want to talk about was this game because they're like, this makes up for the shittiness that we've had the past couple weeks. (laughs) Um, The Buffalo-Cincinnati game, uh, it's supposed to be a great game, and it should be a great game. I went with the fact that it's in Cincinnati, it's Burrow. I'm picking the Bengals. Even though Buffalo is a one-point favorite, I'm not really sure what that what that means.
2: Yeah, I feel like
3: the Bengals are a better team than the Bills this year. Again, going Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I'm going Buffalo. Uh, I think I think um, with the running of Josh Allen being able to get outside of that pocket. Things are going to give Cincinnati some fits. So
3: I know Cincinnati has looked like a different team since week three.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's solid.
0: It's like they finally figured out. Oh, this is how we use our weapons.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, we can do this. Yeah. So, and that's our picks. And like I said, you know, it's, it's we'll stir tight. So next week we've got our uh, college football. Um, recap. So, we've got bowl season going on. We've had one game that we picked, actually, yeah, one game that we picked. Um, we all picked Florida to lose, and they successfully did that.
3: <laughs> super so, trash,
0: super trash. Um, well, they lost their best offensive player and their best defensive player. So, yeah,
2: that's not going to help.
0: So, w- with that in mind, do you think Napier finishes his five year contract?
2: He's got the number nine recruiting class this year. Have to see what he does with it.
0: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. how, how many times did Notre Dame have a top five recruiting class? It happened multiple times in the 2000s.
2: Yeah. But they also had Charlie Weiss to weigh him down.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Charlie Weiss, Billy Mapier. I mean, isn't that about? No. No. Charlie Weiss was epically
3: terrible. At the <laughs> Notre Dame. Matter of fact, I don't think he did anything outside of Brady Quinn. Let me pull it up real quick. I can actually spell his name. God,
0: he's so terrible. I can't even spell his name right. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah. So it, yeah, his first couple of years, he was nine and three and ten and three in, in Notre Dame, and then poof,
3: the magic anyway, was gone.
0: Then the magic was gone. Um, I because I believe those were Tyrone uh, Willingham's recruiting classes.
2: Now, what happened when Tyrone took over? Poof, gone again.
0: No, I guess uh, Tyrone would um want to say yeah, he was the coach um from oh two, oh three, and oh four. Where are the records? I'm pulling it up. So o two two he was ten and 3, 3 he was five and seven, and then oh four he was six and five. Poof. Poof. Again, one good year. Poof. Like yep. it's oh, like
2: you just got to put it on tape. Once you put it on tape, they're like, "Oh, I this is not complicated."
0: Yeah, it's like it's like Brady Hook comes in, has one great season from Mitch Rod's team, and then poof, it's all gone. Yeah, yep, yep. It disappeared
2: exactly.
0: It was actually surprising the other day I saw Brady Hook was still coaching. I'm like, why? <laughs> why did someone pay him money? Like my my phone literally could not type Brady Hook. I type Brady and it types in joke. Similar situation, <laughs> with Jimbo in Florida State. Oof. a couple good
2: years after bobby left and then poof
0: <laughs> yep yep and they're just now slowly recovering
2: slowly but they are recovering yeah unlike the, the hurricanes who just seem to be like stuck in the mud well i don't it think is- it's i don't think it's mud it's shit, it's, shit.
0: it's just shit. <laughs> it's like shit shit and cocaine no,
2: I don't think there's any cocaine because you lose cocaine to jump out of the mud.
3: <laughs> no, but it
2: seems like, it seems like a lot of people can take a new system and apply it to somebody else's good draft class or recruiting class, get a couple of years out of it, and then they find out that I can't recruit like the guy before me.
0: Or you can just be a John Gruden and just win a championship from someone's old team, and then just bank off that for twenty years.
2: Yeah, they say that stuff, but that was kind of Dungy's fault. Like he did nothing to bring an offensive, a decent offensive mind in there. Nothing.
0: If you look at uh, the the year that Gruden took over, they didn't really change the offensive line that much. Offensive mind. Yeah. Oh well, no, the offensive mind was changed. It was bunch everyone together, and again, put that on on film. But that works though. That works though, because now you're making the defensive backs make choices quickly. Yeah, and they they put it on film and they realized just that it's gonna be a pick play every single play.
3: Yeah,
2: well, it worked for a Super Bowl.
0: Worked for Super Bowl when the other team the point, was the sabotaged. Point being,
2: the point being, though, yeah, that was just stupidity. <laughs> I don't I don't know how Bill Callahan kept a job after that anywhere, offensive line coach, offensive coordinator. I don't know how he had a job after that.
0: You think it's gonna be the next Jeff Saturday? He's like pop up and then disappear. I mean, that's kind of what he did with the Raiders. Yeah. Did he even make it after the Super Bowl year?
3: Or maybe I, one year. I
0: want to say he coached a co- couple more years after that. Yeah, he um, coached in two thousand two. Went went to the Super Bowl, and then two thousand three, and then he went to Nebraska.
2: Yeah, and no, I, I'm talking about the Raiders. Yeah, he at, was at, gone after that. Gone.
0: Yeah, no, he was four Nebraska, and twelve the next year, and then poof.
2: Yeah, it should not have been. Should not have made it to Nebraska as a head coach, like. Really, you weren't smart enough to change hand signals that the previous coach knew? <laughs> like, Once the Bucks were definitely in the playoffs, I'd be like, all right, shit, we got to do something.
0: Yeah. It's
2: some dumb shit. It's a real and dumb
0: shit. And here's the best part. in the NFL, and I'm pretty sure they won
2: 12 games to the Raiders.
0: Yeah. And, and here's the best part. Washington decided, hey, that's the guy I want as an interim head coach. Well, I mean, what else has Dan Snyder done,
2: though? I mean, we okay. have to look at the full body of work here.
0: This is true. Besides uh, c- completely like destroyed the entire franchise, molest women, harass women, whatever. You know what? His wife's just as much of a piece of shit for sticking by him while he's doing that stuff. Yeah.
2: Guilty by association. Yep. But you know, your hair and nails are paid for, so you might as well stick around. This is true. That that comment's not gonna go over well. I don't give a shit. <laughs>
0: Well, and I I will say this that the Bill Callahan, now granted he's not a great offensive mind, he was hamstrung when he took over for Washington. Um, his quarterback situation in the in 2018 when he took over in Washington was Case Keenum, Colt McCoy, and the late Dwayne Haskins. Mm. Well,
3: wow. Keenum was the best out of the bunch, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just sad, just just sad, sad. So we're we're wrapping it up, but I would be remiss to not mention the passing of Franco Harris. So yeah. I, it it he was what two days away from being on the field for the celebration of the Immaculate Reception.
2: Yeah, that's sad.
0: Yeah. So he he was a great player and a and a better person from everything he read he was like just a humongous humanitarian always kind of showed up at events and, and to help out and even when the cameras weren't really he'd show up so says a lot so with that gentlemen i believe that'll conclude us. so everyone this has been sandlot sports peace one more sandlot sports just follow us on facebook at sandlot sports or on twitter at sandlot sports 21